The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Out a dream, cowboy. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. It's the last Jesus. episode of our Disney Plus Marvel What If recap and review. Episode 8. What if it all Nine. tied together? 9. Episode 9. What if I, I didn't get the numbers right a single time this series? This reality is exploding. Yeah. It's like you don't even care about the numbers. It's like they, I'm, I'm paid to do one job, which is keep track of the numbers, and w- wouldn't you know, that's the thing I can't do. Well, that's quite all right, but this is the finale, and they did what we assumed they would do the entire time, which yeah. was bring everybody in, although I didn't think it was going to be like an, a good old-fashioned round up Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it really <laughs> it was the good old fashioned right. You are chosen. Come <laughs> next and, reality. And son of a bitch, I'm in. And he chose Killmonger. Like, what was yeah. part of that choice? That's so. Oh, dumb. I got I got a lot to say about that. Yeah. Okay, then say it right now. <laughs> no, I'm gonna have to insist on a recap. <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> all right, fine. So. Well, first of all, we should say that this is a slightly longer episode than the other ones, right? Am I right about that? If not, it felt longer. It is a slightly longer episode. Yeah, it's just over a half hour. Yeah, it was like final runtime, 35 minutes, half of which I think is credits. But there was also a post-credit <laughs> scene. Oh, I didn't see that. Tell me about it. We will at the oh, end, I, I suppose. Sick, all it right. It was dumb, yeah. Okay. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Okay. So the episode begins with the start of the Winter Soldier. It's the same exact beginning, almost the same banter. And when she gets on the the Algerian pirate's boat, she finds that big Instagram bodybuilder dude from the Winter Soldier. And most recently, the Bucky and Sam show. And they have like the exact same fight. <laughs> His name is Batruck the Leaper in the MCU. Oh, good. Yeah. And there's a character that I really did not like in The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and I was glad that he died, and I was disappointed to see him again here. But then they have to stop their fight because it's the Watchers here. And he's like, Captain Carter, you have C-tier superhero abilities, but I need you to, to, to defeat uh, what is basically a god. Come with me. Yeah. 
That is dumb, huh? <laughs> oh, and by the way, like, before this, she is fighting Batrock. George St. Pierre is the UFC fighter that you're referring to. Oh. And he got shot at the end of Falcon and Litter Soldier, spoiler alert, because, you know, he's not very super at all. He's a normal person right. who does normal mm-hmm. kung fu. And he and Captain Carter are having, like, a real kung fu battle that is about 50-50, but only one of them have super serum in their body, and that's the person who's kind of almost losing to a regular dude that you want to fight a god? That is kind of stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, this guy taken out by Sharon Carter, so not exactly the world's greatest badass. And canonically, she's the worst. So then we do the the you son of a bitch I'm in montage where we go to all the other episodes uh, throughout the season. We get Star-Lord T'Challa. He's doing the ending of of Guardians of the Galaxy 2, but in Dairy Queen instead of Ego this time. (laughs) And then they get they get like party down Thor, which was interesting. Like you couldn't find a, a better, more normal Thor. You had to get the stupid, like the especially dumb one. The, the Vegas Thor? Yeah, they didn't yeah. make a what-if episode about any of the other ones, James, so they couldn't get those. Right. And then they got the super evil, world-conquering Killmonger as part of the team. Because mm. every team needs a super evil guy who will obviously betray you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like the Watcher was trying to defeat Ultron, but also spice up the story like narratively he was like well we we need a double cross or it's not going to be fun right like i'm going to be watching this either way (laughs) who else do they get they get oh oh gamora yeah they get gamora from from not from an episode that we've seen the survivor of sakar and she is with like a space marine version of tony stark who the watcher leaves behind and it's like, wh- why not just take him anyway as like a freebie? I just don't. I don't like the voice actor for Tony Stark yes. is so bad. Let's put this one to rest right here. <laughs> he is so bad. All the voice acting is generally terrible. <laughs> Chadwick Boseman did a great job. Mick Wingert as Tony Stark, awful. Michael bad. B. Jordan as Killmonger, okay. Chris Hemsworth as Thor, awful. Benedict Cumberbatch, Doctor Strange, yep. Awful. Cynthia Mm -hmm. K. McWilliams as Gamora. Actually terrible. Not even close. George St. Pierre as himself. Bad. Lake Bell as (sighs) Natasha Romanoff. One of the best ones because she's a good actress. Yeah, she's a good voice actor. Haley Atwell as Peggy Carter. Pretty good. Samuel L. Jackson did his own voice. Jeffrey Wright was the best part of the show voice acting wise because he's actually good at his job. Ross Marquand as Ultron. Actually terrible. Not James Spader. Yeah, not not good as Ultron, but great as uh, Red Skull. And Kurt Russell doing his own voice. Great. Toby Jones doing yeah. his <laughs> own voice. Great. Tom Hiddleston doing his own voice. <laughs> Honestly, not great. Not, not that not great as good as the movies. <laughs> it just felt like they were barely trying. It doesn't make sense. I, I cannot. Like this. It's Marvel, man. They have like such a huge budget for this stuff you'd think that they would make that work better i don't know maybe it was intentional maybe it was intentional to be shitty voice acting to animation yeah it, i mean if it was intentional it did feel it it would feel like kevin feige standing over you while and he kicked you in the stomach yeah. and he was like take that <laughs> bitch 
Although I do have to say, though, we were talking about the animation a couple episodes ago. It looked pretty good in this episode, actually. Th- there was one sh- scene where they showed Peggy-, Peggy Carter in like a in like a dark with like a front lit like fire, and it looked really good. And I'm like, dang, why didn't the whole show look like that? Because they gave them the first one and the ninth one, and they were like, these ones have to be good. These are the best ones. I'm whispering to you, and I'm Kevin Feige, <laughs> and I just kicked you in the stomach, but you'll take it because you're a little bitch. Thank you so much, Kevin. Please, can I have another? <laughs> Please re- release twenty movies. In wait, the next five wait, years. you you made Killmonger be a part of the team when he has proven zero percent that he would be conducive to a team environment. That makes a lot of sense. Thank you very much, Kevin. <laughs> he takes this motley crew to the restaurant at the end of the universe. Love, love and- that. <laughs> the restaurant at the it's Cheers. <laughs> Adam, I don't think gets the Hitchhiker's reference, but he made no, a good I reference to Cheers as but I well. Liked it, the, I liked that it was. It felt like Cheers to me, <laughs> where everybody knows your name. You didn't even do the right. No, you're right. Song, I, I think. I don't even, give, I don't even, I don't even give a shit. You're well, so no, far Cheers off is where everyone wants to know yeah, your name. But the right? melody was so wrong. Where everyone knows your name. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Where everybody man. <laughs> knows your name. Do 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 do. See, I mean, arguably, I was the same, but let's move on. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna play yours again. I'm gonna copy paste it right here, right in front. Do it. Ready? Where everybody knows your name. <laughs> yes, he was better. That was terrible. <laughs> there they meet with the fucked up chimera version of Doctor Strange, who's like, You've all been chosen by the Watcher to put together this super group, and we're gonna save all the entire multiverse, and we're the guardians of the multiverse and it, no one really needs a lot of explaining or or nobody really needs to be convinced. They're all just like instantly down. Yes, let's do it. Cosmic adventure. Mm, like they gave them like liquid courage. Uh, <laughs> Cthulhu, Doctor Strange, just giving them drink after drink. And they're like, yeah, that seems fine. I mean, you already brought us here, so we might as well do that. I will say, though, as a positive, Cthulhu, Doctor Strange, I would argue, more interesting than regular Doctor Strange in every oh, way. Easily, easily. Power of uh, a million monsters. I love that. When he became yeah. the devil at the end, love that for me. Whoa, so good. All right, and so then they go to like this Ultron's original Earth, where if you recall, basically Black Widow's the last woman on Earth, right? So that's where they are. They have a toast. And then Ultron shows up, and so Doctor Strange gives them, like, the gold Power Rangers armor that powers them up, <laughs> and and now they're fighting him. And, again, it comes up in, in the fight scenes. The fight scene's quite long, and there is some interesting stuff. It looks good, as it Adam is. said. Uh, a lot of wacky shit happens, even, like, the Marvel zombies and zombie... Uh, Scarlet Witch show up which was a little sad to see Mm. zombie Scarlet Witch even like you know even the zombie version of her having to fight a version of Vision for one moment is sad and then you're like no wait this is stupid and they do their like plan to use Gamora's machine to destroy the Infinity Stones and it doesn't work and I wish that they had not explained this quite in the way that they did. Cause like I was already thinking about this shit and now I'm just thinking about it more 
when Ultron's like, Haha, don't you see? There's an infinite, infinite amount of universes. And everything is almost the same, but slightly different. And so you can't destroy my stones with a stone-destroying machine from a- another universe, because there'll be a slight difference, which means it won't work. Haha. <laughs> okay. The, the stone-destroying machine just sounded kitschy as it is though when here's she, a little machine when she pulled up the machine from like off screen she's like and then we yeah. have this perfect box that will do what we need <laughs> like exactly okay that's sick fun. dude sounds great it's just this whole plan is idiotic they make a big point that like okay there's an infinite number of universes and then also like this is the watchers assembled team that he could have picked from anywhere so if that's the case First of all, like, I guess we're going by Rick and Morty rules. So there isn't just one evil god Ultron. By this logic, there is an infinite amount of them, right? And then also, if you're putting together a team with anyone from the multiverse, like, obviously, narratively, you know, they, they picked the ones from the previous episodes. So we could have a big send-off. Like, why not just go and get a thousand Captain Marvels? Right. And, like, have them fight <laughs> from Ultron? From every other universe. Or maybe, like, why not just to get a thousand... Cthulhu Doctor Stranges, right? <laughs> well, there was only one Cthulhu Doctor Strange, and he destroyed his universe. Right. Or, or go to the universe where Ultron did all this except was good, and get him and be like, fight the bad one. Right. So, <laughs> if, like, the Watcher had a boss who the Watcher had to report to afterwards, I think they'd just be walking through the plan and be like, you succeeded, but against every odd did you succeed. The worst plan you could have come up with and uh, like this mcu has a, a version of the like the dc superman like you said just get a shit ton of captain marvels until you win did you not have time were you on a clock like this ultron is really strong but like do you think could he have defeated one million captain marvels absolutely Probably not, not. <laughs> and by the way like if that was the answer and that was the episode would i be complaining oh 100 percent because that sucks. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's too easy. To see, right? <laughs> but they beg the questions when they don't have to, right? They don't. They should not bring up these kind of issues because then I won't be thinking about them. Right. There are times in this show, and this happens in other shows too sometimes, where like you could tell that in the writer's room, someone was like, wait, why would they do that? That doesn't make sense. And then someone else is like, ugh, I guess we just got to like put a line in to describe or explain it. And the audience is like, no, thank you. I didn't know. I did. That is a stupid question with no real good answer, but I didn't need you to call it out. The worst offender in that regard is, uh, in, in the rise of the Skywalker when they're like, why don't we just do the move that General Holdo did from the last Jedi? He's like, nah, we can't do that because of bullshit reasons. It's like, well, then don't bring it up because I wasn't thinking that, but now yeah. I am. Why don't we just do that? JJ <laughs> Abrams should have walked in front of the camera, breaking the fourth wall completely and been like, are you happy? <laughs> So, anyway, they have a big fight. Oh, there's back and forth. It seems like all hope is lost, but then who should show up except the dystopia Black Widow? And she still has the Nazi virus brain in the arrow. And I really like when she takes aim with the arrow, and she's going to shoot it at Ultron, and she's like, this one's for you, Clint. And then also, all of humanity... My sister, all my friends, everyone who ever lived. But <laughs> yeah. You especially, Clint. 
<laughs> mostly Clint. It was good to remember that Clint was dead. That made it more positive for me. <laughs> that made Ryan very happy. Yeah. And I was fine with the robot Nazi thing. Turns out robot Nazi long term. Not a great answer to the question how to take down Ultron, but it did work out for five to ten seconds. Yeah. <laughs> and also, I think it's important to note, I think we, we glanced by this, but this is a good fight scene. Like, they did a very good job with these last two episodes and doing the fight scene. If every episode of What If had, like, the amount of stakes these two did, the animation that these two did, then I would basically be here saying, like, it was a good story, but the voices were shit. Yeah. Except it wasn't, so it was a bad story. And the voices voices were were shit. shit. And the animation (laughs) was shit. And this was a waste of nine weeks. So... Like the seminal cinema masterpiece, Independence Day, they just Ooh. infect the bad guy with a virus, and that's yeah. enough to bring Welcome him down to Earth. totally. Welcome to Earth. That's what I call close encounter. <laughs> and as he's lying there prone, now uh, Killmonger's like, well, obviously, I at some point I had to betray you guys, and we're running out of time, so. And now I, the betray, and he, he took the armor... Somehow, with you, know, it doesn't matter. He got the armor on, and he's <laughs> like, magic. "Now I'm gonna do." It was evil the what? W- w- what was the same technology that Tony Stark had in the movie, the MCU movies? No, he, Micro, he brought in whatever. no. Vegas Thor brought a drone head to the restaurant at the end of the universe, ah, and T'Challa was fucking around with. That's it. right. That's right. And so now he's Ultron. But then Zola's like, no, I'm still Ultron. And they do tug of war with the Infinity Stones. And as they're doing tug of war, the Watcher finally, again, during the fight scene, I was thinking, Watcher, do you want, are you going to help? Are you going to fight? So far, you did the best against him. No, you're going to sit back and watch. Cool. <laughs> now he steps in and he puts them in a crystal. So now you've drawn the line in the sand where you've gathered them. And they're doing the work, and that is the amount that you can meddle in what's going on, but you can't also be on the team. And like you just said, be the strongest of them by far. You now have He's to just the coach. You have to revert again, to space pervert again. He he doesn't help during the fight. He put this team together, which is Ryan pointed out, like just barely got the job done, right? Where he could have a million Captain Marvels, or just go get like a th- ten sets of the Eternals or something. The only reason it went well is because Strange Supreme, or whatever you're going to call him, hard carried the entire fight. Oh, yeah. Right. And then he puts them into a crystal, and he's like, that's it, we did it. Everyone back to the restaurant. A pocket universe. And then I'm going to send you back to your timelines. Peggy Carter's like, but my timeline's bullshit. I want to go and be with Steve. And he's like, tough tits. And That's a real bummer anyway. for you. I'm not going to make any changes. So go and get the fuck out of here. And then Black Widow's like, please. And he's like, fine for you. Right. Apocalypse Black Widow is like, well, if you're going to send me back to be alone on a desiccated earth, I guess I'll just kill myself. Like, <laughs> like Clint did. <laughs> fuck this. And and she, again, as a characters have been doing, is just like, you know, you're a sick fuck. <laughs> like, you just get up on watching <laughs> us be miserable. And then yeah. his response is basically like, 
no, don't you see? I'm actually a huge MCU fanboy, and I, <laughs> I do this because I love to watch you fight the bad guys and save the day. It's very cathartic for me. And uh, <laughs> can I get your autograph? <laughs> you st- why did step in to save anyone then? Because oh, his favorite show will be canceled if Ultron destroys the multiverse. Right? He won't be able to watch uh, Marvel movies. And so then he breaks the rules again. He's like, yeah, I know I just said the opposite to Peggy Carter, but you're a much more beloved character. And so I will send you to the Hank Pym murder mystery episode where you died. And so there's an empty slot for you. You can go be Black Widow again. (laughs) I mean, that was the only character that there was no one else affected by her leaving that reality, I guess. Right. Because she was the only one left. Right. Just trying to justify it a little bit. <laughs> a happy ending for her. Nick Fury sees new Black Widow and is like, that's fine. <laughs> You're not mine. Wh- okay. Whatever. <laughs> Multiple realities in this moment confirmed to me. Let's roll with that. Motherfucker, I know. Right. God is real. Anyway, uh, <laughs> then they're at the bar, him and, and Cthulhu Strange. And this was the stupidest part. <laughs> He's like, well, I've got the Killmonger Zola standoff here in a gem, but, you know, someone's going to need to watch it for all eternity. And so, Steve, you're going back to uh, your closed off pocket dimension for all eternity to watch the standoff. And he just agrees to that. He's like, I guess that's my job now. Although, (laughs) to be honest, if, if the job is just watching, you know, I think there's someone here a little more qualified than me. And then also the Watcher, Ryan already uh, mentioned Office Space. What is it exactly you do here other than (laughs) watch? Are you so busy, like, watching everyone in the world have sex that you can't just also watch this pocket dimension? Well, one, I don't think I mentioned Office Space, but I do appreciate that you think I did. So that's possible. I think you did. I know. I'm, I could have sworn you just just take did. the just just take the kudos. <laughs> We're gonna roll back the tape. Mm. Anyway, okay. Well, I I referenced it by accident. And two, <laughs> I am the watcher. I am your guide to these vast new realities. I am your guide to these vast. But new I did realities. not, could not interfere until now, and now, but now with the the pocket the pocket dimension that is on Orion's <laughs> belt, I can't. I can't take care of that one. You, strange. You be in a place sad by yourself. Right. I made you, Black, yeah, all forever. Black Widow and, and- can go back to a place where she's happy, but fuck you, Cthulhu Strange. You have to look at a, an orb full of right. a Killmonger. I shouldn't have made you come here in the first place. <laughs> You're going to the sit time. there and, and watch the orb for eternity, and I'm going to sit here watching you watch it. Yeah, and if you don't look me in the eyes, I can't finish. <laughs> Thank you for taking on this cosmic <laughs> burden. I will now go back to my very important job of using my uh, omniscience to watch everyone go to the bathroom simultaneously. <laughs> so Doctor Strange carries the fight and then gets the worst reality out of anybody in the entire show. Yeah, easily. And Thor, who came from Party Vegas, does nothing. Absolutely nothing in the fight. And then it's just like, back right. to the party! Although I did like the the part with the hundred Mjolnirs just floating around like magnets. That was cool. He had the one joke, and I didn't laugh at any of these, but he had the one joke I kind of liked, where he he's attacked and screamed, Viva Las Vegas, 
And Ultron's oh, just like, well, yeah. that, that's a new one for me. I, I never heard anyone shout that during a fight before. All right. Wow, James. I, I, I agree with you that the mm-hmm. jokes weren't good. But you do always have to point out, like, I mean, I didn't like it, but <laughs> others. I mean, others. I, I did. I, Stupid I, I liked it, but didn't laugh. <laughs> Maybe I laughed internally. Or, you know, just the lizard part of my brain registered like that was a funny joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did like a, a hot snore out of your nose. Like, and you're like, oh, that is laughter. Now, I have a question about the mm-hmm. pocket reality before we move mm-hmm. forward. Yes. So it, it's the standoff, forever perpetually the standoff. But what if yeah. in that pocket reality, one of them gets the stones? Well, then Doctor Strange has to, like, shake it up really harshly. Like and a, like and an then just dislodge it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what he has to do for the rest of his it life. It is a lot like a snow globe that yeah. uh, that he must tend to forever do you think killmonger and weird ultron are like having a talk in there do you think they're like this is bullshit like nope they're like how okay how about this okay you just let go and let me get them and then i'll split them with you after we get out of here no i don't trust you let me do it (laughs) okay listen you have it for 24 hours and then you come back and you give it to me for 24 hours listen we can make a deal here it's nuts. It's nuts. All I think of is uh, Tim Tim Allen and Chris uh, the 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 Santa Claus movie mm-hmm, right. where mm-hmm. shake the Santa Claus snow globe and then he just appears. Right, like, unless he's dude, like busy. I just left. Yeah. Like, let, let's let's be honest though, guys. Like after a thousand years, after ten thousand years of watching the standoff and like nothing happens, you would just leave it there, right? Wouldn't you? Like, oh, I mean, he can't. Know? He ha- he's confined to a tiny area. I mean, Doctor Strange is he though? He looks strong as heck. Oh, I, I bet know. he can do he a lot does, more than but, we think he can do. But he can't break out of the multi. Well, he can't break into the multiverse like uh, Ultron did, uh, right? I don't know. Maybe he has know. tentacles. He should be able to do whatever he wants. <laughs> That's true. And listen, if that is not a part of season two, like, yeah. if one day Doctor Strange is like, "This is horseshit," like if that's not right. an episode. Could we not have shared this responsibility? Like, can ev- one of the other Guardians of the Multiverse, like, can we just take it, like, everybody gets a different day of the week? Would that not be fair? <laughs> no. And it, 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 well, yes, that would be fair, but it's not what's going to happen here. So go back and just think about your girlfriend dying all those times and watch this orb, yep. <laughs> idiot. And then we get the after credit scene. And again, oh my gosh, it's. Peggy Carter and uh, oh, the, on the French pirate ship, and they find the Hydra Stomper. And somehow, even though he's just a normal guy without powers, and the Hydra Stomper is just a big robot mech, Skinny Steve is apparently alive inside of it. And that's, oh. that's the stinger at the end. And not, not, since, the, not since the Sharon Carter post credit scene... In Falcon and the Winter Soldier, has there been a less exciting post-credit scene? This is literally Great. the series where it could have been anything, and it was that. And it was that. Yeah. On Rotten Tomatoes, what if season one has a ninety-four percent audience score and a ninety-three percent tomato meter? What if may not add much to the larger MCU narrative? What do you mean much? Or, it adds or nothing. nothing at That's all. That's the yeah. point. <laughs> But surprising takes on beloved characters and some of the best action sequences in the entire franchise make for engaging viewing. I mean, Mm. I I don't think that they're wrong with the action sequences. I think they did a good job. It lends itself well to the animation. But everything else was kind of 
horse shit. There was <laughs> like, in, there are only a few. Viewing. There are only a few rotten reviews, but they're all the ones that I. Each episode may begin with "What if," but they end resoundingly with nothing more than "So what?" <laughs> oh my god! So those review those negative reviews really resonate with you. They do, but they are the minority. <laughs> what if impresses on a visceral redux of the MCU's well-trudged blueprint? Fuck you, Matt Conway of Battle Royale with Cheese. That sounds so pretentious. Redux. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> I recall the IMDB reviews being like down to earth, actually. Let's go see. Oh, no. Oh, Uh-oh. no. Uh-oh. Did it get a higher score than you wanted? A lot better than expected. A good first uh, season. Love it. Fails at multiple attempts to recreate the authenticity of previous Marvel films. Eight out of ten? Yep. You do that what? sentence? What? <laughs> good start. Um, what? Only a first episode review. That's four out of ten. A fun ride. Oh, dot, dot, dot. Cool. This experiment is entertaining for me. <laughs> frustratingly inconsistent six out of ten why would you make it like three eight these are all paid actors what if and disney have hired these people to leave reviews a hundred percent i mean disney Mm. does straight up do that two out of ten unwatchable thank (laughs) you thank you kite wizard even though it's, it's, it's not unwatchable it's just not very like there's no reason to watch it. At least with, like, the bad Marvel movies, like, you kind of have to, like, you know, suffer through Captain Marvel in order to get all the context for Endgame, right? So at least there's a reason. You're like, well, that sucked, but maybe I'll now enjoy a good movie slightly better with this information. Sam has been texting me this entire time. Oh, yeah. And she said, mm-hmm. and I quote, what if my boyfriend loved me more than his podcast? Oh, my God. <laughs> what if? That would be different. <laughs> she should be a writer. What if I shook a little turd out of the bottom of my pants? <laughs> and what if I sneezed in your overnight oats every time I made them? And I'd be like, that's not great. Oh, nope. She's texting me again. What if? Waiting for it. Dot, dot, dot. You shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> oh so yeah that's it that's the show that's what if i'm over it it's very meh i'm ready to talk about something else uh here's some great news guys reports of a release of the air cut oh my god i don't care anymore to be (laughs) oh boy here here we go and so aside from that uh, the snyderverse restore the snyderverse talk about that for a second ben affleck is confirmed to appear in the Flash movie as Batman. Oh, boy. Side note on Batman, did you see that Michael Keaton said that he still fits in his original Batman suit from 30 years ago? Yes, Michael Keaton will also be in the film, but not George Clooney. Sorry. Sorry about that. Do I dare ask about Val Kilmer? (laughs) No, you don't. You don't do that. He's not going to be in there. Wait, are they all going to be Spider-Man 2 in the Spider-Man film? <laughs> right. Well, that's the fu- the thing. When is when does when does uh Spider-Man 3 comes out at the end of the year, right? I think December? No. Okay. So is then it? that means that like once know. again Marvel will just completely beat DC to the punch here and they're going to do this right before Flashpoint comes out and then everyone is going to collectively be like, 
Dad, Spider-Man already did this. Yeah. <laughs> the oh Simpsons did it. Simpsons did it. Uh, anyone going to go see Let There Be Carnage? I hear it sucks. Uh, I would like to go see it. Okay. I liked the first one, and I don't know. I like Woody Harrelson as a villain, so I mean that right there is enough for me to at least go check it out. That's why I was looking to see if there was anywhere streaming that I didn't have to like go to the theaters to see it. Yeah, right. I still haven't seen Shang Chi. Movies are dead. Ah, oh, Shang Chi is so good. But um, it is interesting to me that <laughs> uh, Tom Hardy has a writing credit. But does he really? Chi. Yeah, he does. Well, that's because I read he, he got the script and he was like, no, nope, not doing this. <laughs> nope. I'm redoing this whole fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm. Yeah, I, I want to see it. I'd like to see it because I did like the first one. Surprisingly, I liked the first one. I didn't think I would. The other Adam and I are going to go through like the James Wan uh, series, um, the Conjuring films, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. And I think we should cap it off with the with Aquaman, which is also directed by James Wan. Um, isn't that weird that the that the saw the, the guy, Jason Momoa yeah. uh, the Jason Momoa Aquaman <laughs> that the saw and the conjuring guy was given what? Aquaman yeah and Strange. to be fair Chad says it's good all the time I refuse to watch it still but when you do a podcast about it I, that's when I'll uh, lay down the sword and stab myself with it I suppose <laughs> and watch I tried it I guess in this instance I mean, my favorite po- episodes of the show are probably the, the Snyder Cut episodes. I really like those. You mean of this podcast? Yeah. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> that and Talkie Boys, for sure. Which everyone should go and watch both of those things, uh, all yeah. of which are subsidized by our patrons, who are Connor O'Dad, Jamie Lochner, Anthony Wells, Dave Leva Podcast, James Watch My Dong, Atheism Unstoppable, Chris Wood, Brinkin, Dave Levin Westworld, Craig, John Jurors, Major Woody, Carol Andreas. Those are the people who gave us money, and I thank you yeah, for you that. You fucking nailed that that time. Yep, you did it good this time. We all did it together. <laughs> who Who's the last person again? Mm, it's Connor O'Dad. He's every one of them. No, the oh, okay, Connor O'Dad. Gotcha. <laughs> Oh, oh, also, I, I would like to add, one of the patrons actually asked me uh, if I would watch a, an anime, which is very new to me. I, do, I don't do that. Um, but it's called Odd Taxi. James, have you seen this? I've never even heard of it. No. Whoa. Yeah. Well, R- I mean. Ryan, I, have you heard of it? No, but like, that's not. I don't. It's about a. I'm a, I'm a, a anime novice. A, a, a walrus taxi driver? Fair. For James to never hear anything about it is weird. I watched like the first 15 minutes of the episode and then I, I something came up. I had to like literally leave, but I, I started watching it and uh, it's weird. It's weird. Um, I'm going to try and get through at least the first episode, but it is it is strange. I don't know that it's for me, but I just want that person to know. DB, DB, I am giving it That's a chance. So uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you can either like be married and have kids or keep up on contemporary anime, but not both. Yeah, fair. And, and then also, I, maybe I'm just a boomer now. But I, I do feel like anime <laughs> sucks. Anime sucks now. A boom. Anime was better when I was a kid, and now it sucks. I really like the animation. I think the animation is cool. It's It's different. But it's just the whole style of how 
things are are presented or it's just so strange it feels it's it's i don't i'm not a huge fan of it i never have been for for any sort of you know um asian type of anime like i just don't it's not i don't i've never gotten into it and mm-hmm. i mean what's the what's the one that the movie's coming out cowboy bebop yeah. cowboy bebop yeah that I've, I've heard good things i a lot of our friends watch that or the akira movie which i remember right. watching in high school which I actually did like. A thing about Akira um, and, and Cowboy Bebop is that like they look so good. The art yeah. and the animation is so good. It is and very those, good. That show and that movie are completely hand drawn. That's um, insane. And so anytime you watch like an interesting clip from Akira or Cowboy Bebop, I always try to keep that in mind. I'm like, somebody drew this frame by frame like a fucking yeah. Walt Disney cartoon. Yeah, and it, it it they look so good and it's so intense. Um but I, I maybe it's the the like um subtitles and like, it is really fast. I noticed it like I'm trying to read it and I feel like I'm reading a thousand miles an hour because it keeps going really fast. So maybe that's another reason why I don't like it, but then again, I really like Squid Game and that was all subtitles. You know, my 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 brother Dan watched the dub of Squid Game. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, we're about to do another episode on that. So, yeah. okay. uh, c- make make them go to that. Also, the, from the words of my generation, up yours. You remember when we were quoting Independence Day? <laughs> up, yours! up yours! Ryan, quote Office Space again, like you did several times throughout this episode. Steepler. I'm going to burn this whole place to the ground. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 